The title of our sermon this morning is When Jesus Shows Up. Now, before I jump in, I want to have a little challenge for our FM kids and our FM youth. When I finished writing this sermon, I realized I had used the same phrase many times, but it's a good one. Here is the challenge. Count how many times you hear the phrase shows up, shown up, or showing up, or showed up, starting from this point. Me saying the title did not count. Email me or text me the number or have your parents do it, and those who get the right number will get a little prize when we all get back together. Well, think about a time you were surprised by somebody showing up to an event or in your life. I remember one very clearly, and Nancy and I were talking about it earlier this morning, was when our two children, our older children, Kelly, who was living in Seattle at the time, and Landon, who was living in Boston, going to school, both came down for a very special weekend. It was going to be Mother's Day weekend, uh, they came to celebrate Elise's birthday. They came to celebrate Amanda Elliott's graduation from Westmont. And Jake Elliott had lead in the play at San Marcos High. We had no idea they were coming home until about 1230 in the morning when we were fast asleep and the light comes on and there are those two children that we love so much. How many times have you been surprised by people showing up in your life? Children, you have stories of people. Youth, you have stories of people. Adults, you have stories of people showing up. We've all had great moments when somebody showed up unexpectedly. And I guess we won't mention the times when maybe somebody showed up and it wasn't quite as happy. Today, we continue our journeys with Jesus after the resurrection. In today's passage, we find him showing up again, as he did many times after rising from the dead. Up until now, he had shown up only to the disciples and some others who knew him best. And in this passage, he shows up with one named and one unnamed. And I want to read you the story only found in the book of Luke. And then we will discover what Jesus wants to teach us. Luke 24, 13 to 35 says this. Now on that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem, and talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, what are you discussing with each other while we, you walk along? And they stood still, looking sad. Then one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answered him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place there in these days? Jesus asked them, What things? They replied, The things about Jesus of Nazareth, who is a prophet, mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, and how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things took place. Moreover, some women of our group astounded us. They were at the tomb early this morning. And when they did not find his body there, they came back and told us that they had indeed seen a vision of angels 
who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see him. And then he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have declared. Was it not necessary that the Messiah should suffer these things and then enter into his glory? Then beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them the things about himself in all the scriptures. And as they came near to the village to which they were going, he walked ahead as if he were going on. But they urged him strongly saying, stay with us because it is almost evening and the day is now nearly over. So he went in to stay with him. And when he was at the table with him, he broke bread and he blessed and he broke it and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened and they recognized him and he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he was talking to us on the road, while he was opening the scriptures to us? That same hour, they got up and returned to Jerusalem and they found the 11 and their companions gathered together and they were saying, the Lord has risen indeed and he has appeared to Simon. And then they told him what happened on the road and how he had been made known to them in the breaking of the bread. The word of the Lord. These words give us one way Jesus showed up among his people. And from the study of this passage, there seem to be three prompts to which we're going to respond to today. How Jesus shows up, why Jesus shows up, and what we should do when he shows up. All this leads to the big thing. If you forget everything else about this sermon, here is the big thing to remember. Jesus will show up. How Jesus shows up. Well, you have two people on their way to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. There had been big events in Jerusalem with the crucifixion of the one who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word. And they were talking about this and the fact that it was reported his tomb was empty. Now, Jesus apparently was walking alone and a little faster when he caught up with them. He could hear them talking and he asked what they were discussing. And the Bible says they stood still, which means they were walking and then they stopped and they looked sad. And we read the next, we read next that Cleopas asks, in essence, where have you been? How could you not know about this? Well, we know Jesus actually knew a lot about it, but yet he still met these two at their point of need. By the way, isn't it funny that how only Cleopas is mentioned, his name is mentioned? Some scholars say that the other person may have been his wife, or some say it may have been Dr. Luke himself. In any case, Jesus does catch up to us. Pastor Colleen mentioned to me in a discussion that she was having with somebody else that Jesus does not make himself known to people until he does. And when Jesus reveals himself to us and we are ready, then we see him. Verse 16 says they were kept from recognizing him. Now, we don't know for sure what this means, but we do know they did not know who was walking with them at that point. Nobody had posted this on Instagram or Facebook or tweeted about it, so they had no way of knowing uh, any of these things. But after the resurrection, Jesus appeared to Mary. He appeared also to the disciples. He shows up here, and he shows up to serve a breakfast 
buffet on the beach to the disciples. These are just the ones we know about, and there are more. Of course, one of the more famous ones is where Jesus appears on the sea during the middle of the storm, and he calms the winds and the waves. Throughout the Gospels, we find Jesus showing up to his people to teach, to heal, to save, to feed, and more. All these appearances, and the appearances before his death and resurrection after display Jesus intersecting with his people in their everyday lives. He catches up to them where they hurt, where they need. I don't know how fast Cleopas and his friend were walking, but I do know Jesus caught up. Before this pandemic, many of us were walking pretty fast, preoccupied in our over-the-top busy schedules, only letting Jesus catch up if we actually let him. For those of us who were without busy schedules before this, you may have been walking fast in your own desire to just control your own life and let Jesus catch up only if you decided to let him. How does Jesus show up? In everyday life, in the storms, in the moments of celebration. One of the writers of Seattle Pacific University's Lectio Divina said this, Jesus is revealed to us in the midst of life's journey with all its confusion, hopelessness, and even despair. We're reminded in 1 Kings chapter 19 of Elijah's time with God, where he's uh, out in the mountain. And as Elijah stood there, it says, the Lord passed by and a mighty windstorm hit the mountain. It was such a terrible blast that the rocks were torn loose. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, there was a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, there was a sound of a gentle whisper. And that's where Elijah heard him. Everywhere we are, he can be found if we will recognize him when he catches us when he shows up in the big and the little moments. Why Jesus shows up? The simple answer, because Jesus chose, chooses, and will choose to do so. John 1.14 reminds us the Lord Jesus, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. God could have chosen to not come to earth and live among his creation as 100% human, and 100% God, yet he did. Philippians 2 reminds us he emptied himself and he came to us in human form. The two travelers go on to tell Jesus all that happened up through that time and the, the women who found the empty tomb. And they mentioned the women astounded them. Of course they did. They got there. They were there. They were the ones who were up early. They intersected with some angels, interacted with some angels, and Jesus appeared to Mary. Noticed? These two on the road stopped short of saying that Jesus had actually risen. At this point, Jesus stops them and abruptly says, Oh, how foolish you are and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophet declared. Now, slow of heart is defined as not easy to be persuaded, giving way to doubtfulness and distrust. This was a disease of the heart, not because they didn't recognize him or hear him, and in this moment, Jesus begins to make sense of things, why he shows up. He goes on to declare that it was necessary for the Messiah to come and to suffer and to enter glory. 
And then to add more meat to that, he goes all the way from back in the beginning with Moses and works his way through all the prophets to explain all about himself in the Bible. Why does he show up? Because it was God's plan since the beginning of time to be among us, to know us, to deliver us, to be with us forever. It was necessary so that our living for him was not an extra, but at the core of life now and life for all eternity. Why does he show up in our lives? Because he is life. He is hope. He brings purpose. He has shown up before this trauma. He is showing up now. I could give you countless ways. And he will be showing up long after this crisis has passed. But what should we do when he shows up? In the latter part of the story, we see the two travelers' responses to Jesus' appearance with them. First, let's not let our hearts be slow. Recognize him. Recognize him in the big times and the small times. It may be easy to recognize him in a worship service or at a retreat or during your quiet time, but what about the stranger moments of life? When I was a high school student, I had a youth leader who made a decision to follow Christ at a Black Sabbath concert. Now, some of you are going, well, who is that? Well, Black Sabbath back in those days was a very dark band that sang very dark songs. And he got in the middle of that and having been a Christian, uh, made the decision earlier in his life and walking away from it, he saw how dark and evil it was and made a decision right there. Jesus showed up at a Black Sabbath concert. Another time I was out walking my dog years ago when we had a little dachshund down in Shoreline. Early in the morning, somebody wanted to lean over and pet the dog. They did, and then they started telling me about their life. And so I started to listen. Before I knew it, I was praying with this person about a big challenge they had in their life. Jesus showed up on a dog walk. Once you allow your heart to be open, you will recognize his work all over the place. Second, they invited him to stay. They sensed he was going on, but urged him strongly to stay. It was a recognition that something was moving them about him. And they found out, as we can already know, Jesus can be a guest in every home. How are you doing in inviting Jesus to say, stay as he shows up in your life? In what ways are you actually sending him on? Hey, great talking to you. See you later. Have a good life. Let's ask him to stay. Third, let the scriptures reveal more and more of him. To recognize and follow Jesus, we must know him through the word. Just as he made sense of this, all to the travelers, he will do so in our lives. Now is the time more than ever when you can spend more time in the Bible. If you need better ideas on how to do this, feel free to talk to any of our pastors. We're happy to help. Fourth, stand in the resurrection. Writer Paul Scherer says, the resurrection provides all with a place to stand, all who want to keep on their feet, when everything else seems bent on going to pieces. Cleopas and whoever were living in an uncertain days, they were subject to the oppressive Roman government with no hope of relief. And the one person thought to be coming to the rescue had now been killed. But then Jesus showed up. The victory over sin and death had been won. Hope eternal was available. It's not coincidental that Easter showed up in the midst of this pandemic. We started Lent never dreaming we would be in this place. Though we are here, Easter reminds us 
There's so much more. Jesus is Lord over all of life. We stand on his resurrection in these uncertain and turbulent days. May our heart keep burning within us as we recognize the one who continues to bring us from death to life. And finally, be a witness of how Jesus has shown up in your life. Jesus breaks bread and their eyes were open and then he disappears. And the two people look at each other and they realize what had just happened. And then even though it is now probably dark, these two make the impulsive and passionate decision to walk all the way back to Jerusalem, seven miles. You know how long that is? Two and a half hour walk at night. They found the 11 disciples and the companions that were there and shared their experience. When Jesus shows up in your life, share it with others. A faith experienced is a faith to be shared. should never be a dry old tale. When Jesus becomes real to us, we become enthusiastic witnesses. We have a story to tell. In the phases of trauma response, we have experienced the sudden impact of this thing starting when we all had to stay at home. And there was the heroic phase when we're all trying to figure out things and we're excited to help and we're uh, energetic for what we can do to make this work. And now we're in a, in a phase probably we would call discouragement or disillusionment. This has been going on for a long time. We don't know when it will end. But throughout this pandemic and many other traumas in the past, I've heard people say, where is God in this? The answer is, he's right here, right now. In any of these situations, we would want him to end trouble, but this human world is full of troubles. And so it is more important to know he never abandons us. He shows up in everyday life and in the storms. He catches up to us, his beloved creation. He calls to us to recognize him, inviting him to stay, letting his words speak, standing in the resurrection and being a witness. Today, Jesus has shown up and he will continue to do so. Let's put our hope and our trust in him together. Thank you for listening. If you would like to learn more about the Free Methodist Church of Santa Barbara, you can visit us online at fmcsb.org. We pray this message has been a blessing to you.